There's only one authority on the Tennessee Titans, and that's the Tennessean. And there's only one show that's an authority, too, and you've found it. This is Talkin' Titans. Hey, everybody. Welcome to a special episode of Talkin' Titans. Joe Rexrode here in the Tennessean studio with Eric Backrack, Tommy Dees. We're back. We're talking about the draft. The Titans just wrapped it up. So yeah, we're, get, we're like an hour and a half after Like, the this is fresh. These are fresh out of the oven draft picks. So, first of all, overall impressions of the whole draft class for the Titans. We're just going to talk about the Titans on this. You know, we can talk later, compare AFC South and all that. But Titans picks, what do you guys think overall? Overall, I thought they, they had a list of needs that they had to address. And they pretty much hit all of those major needs. You know, I think... As the draft went on, there was a couple of really solid value picks. I I think they got, I think, A.J. Brown in the second. You didn't know if he was going to be there. And then DeAndre Walker in the fifth, another guy you didn't think was probably going to be there. I think those two picks for me were probably their best. But yeah, you just kind of look at where the holes were on this roster. And, uh, you know, I, I think all season long, they've been, they've been plugging those holes well. And uh, this was kind of just the continuation of that. Tommy? Yeah, my thought was is like like they went into the draft with a bucket that was like, you know, so big and that's like that's how much risk we're gonna take. And they dumped that bucket in the first round. <laughs> and they didn't take any more risk, which is not a bad thing. Sure. Um, they got it all out of the way in the first yeah, round. Yeah, I mean if if the first round pick takes off and becomes you know, he's he is a talent pre knee injury. And if you take away the the outside stuff, which I'm sure we'll talk about in a moment, um, Jeffrey Simmons is a far better player than you get at 19 generally for sure he, i mean some people had him as literally the best player talent wise in this draft he was you know widely considered a top 10 guy uh and then he suffers the acl tear in uh in february so you know i, I think that was a value pick too to some degree you know assuming he, he comes back healthy yeah it's a, it's a risky value pick but sure. that, that was but, that yes. was where all their risk was yeah. i don't think they took another risk and i don't think they necessarily needed to i thought they got great value at wide receiver because as we saw and everybody else in the NFL saw, the guy from Ole Miss that got a lot more attention tanked, you know, fell off the map, uh, mm-hmm. uh, DK Metcalf. And they get the the, the guy, better one. They get the one yeah. that I think is a much more likely NFL consistent performer. You know, on any given game, Metcalf might against whatever opponent, whether that's in the NFL and college, have a huge game and disappear for a week or whatever. This guy's going to be steady. He's going to be a contributor for the Titans, and I think he'll be a contributor this year. And and when I looked down, it was, again, it was like, need this, need this, check, need this, check. Exactly. It wasn't necessarily, oh, wow, what's that guy doing around? I think I'm going to get into I don't really need one of those, but I'm going to get that one because he's still there. So I don't think they got outside of their box at all. Yeah, so for anybody who's listening and actually didn't follow along, they, you know, they went Jeffrey Simmons, Mississippi State first round. Defensive line. Yep, defensive. End. Yeah, defensive end in a in a three four. four he's right. going to be, right. you know, he's going to be in there with Darrell Casey, and I think eventually that could be a really one, really strong. Yeah, one heck of a Andrew Luck stopping duo right there. Oh, yep. Boy, now you're you're throwing it out there like like Tennessee can stop. Andrew. Yeah, there you go, Andrew <laughs> Luck. Exactly. Andrew, Andrew Luck, you're done beating the Titans. <laughs> the apparently. first thing you got to do is go back to the Oilers uniforms mm-hmm. and, and let him think you're not Tennessee. But we'll exactly. talk about that a little later in the fall. So you have AJ Brown was here from Ole Miss. Nate Davis. Offensive guard from Charlotte in the third round, Amani Hooker. That is where I was a little surprised. Yeah, that was the one safety from Iowa. Feel that you know? I don't think it was a pressing need for them, but they they said it was he was their uh, their highest rated guy on their board, and and so they actually traded up to get him. Then DeAndre Walker, fifth round, and David Long Jr. linebacker. I thought in the sixth round, 
and David Long Jr., by the way, is Big 12 Defensive Player of the Year, which is, I mean, it's great to be any sort of conference's Defensive Player of the Year, but it is almost funny to hear that someone was a Defensive Player of the Year in the Big 12. Uh, but <laughs> yeah. David Long, you know, I mean, really productive player. I thought there that was maybe a place to go get another plugger up front because I still think their defensive line, especially when you consider Simmons, you know, may not play until November or so. Right. Maybe, maybe, maybe October at some point, but you know, I still think they're a little bit lacking up front, but I think, look, I think you're seeing here some best available stuff that read to me as a best available pick from John Robinson. And maybe even with Amani hooker, although, you know, safety depth, if you think about it, if they don't think Dane Crookshank is a really viable third guy you know they do need safety depth and Amani Hooker of the guys we talked to I was really impressed with him and he's a guy who has played some slot too so you could project that forward a little bit yeah he's he's versatile and 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 also just to go back to your point about you know potentially going after somebody else on the defensive line in the sixth you know they did just bring in Brent Urban yes starter indeed uh started all 16 games this past season for Baltimore so that's that's some depth there it does help I, no, I, I, I wasn't. Point. I wasn't shocked at that pick. No, I wasn't familiar with the player that much until I saw his profile and everything. It's not like I studied the the draft that deep that that name jumped out at me. But that they went that position did not surprise me at all because I think you can't have enough depth there, and or or that they don't have enough depth there that you can say because so that's that's a position where you're going to lose somebody for a game or two. Mm-hmm. This is true. And, and if you don't have a guy who can play your your nickel or your dime and and your you know, you're getting a guy that's out of position there that can't end up covering somebody in that um, and just has to play, you know, like like center field, you're not going to be very good. Yeah. Uh, no, I agree. So and I thought position-wise that wasn't. Yeah, Logan I didn't, Ryan I didn't got hurt say, last wow, year. why did they pick one of those? Right. I, I said, oh, let me see who this guy is. Now, if there was one position they didn't hit that I thought they would, it would be tight end. Yep. I thought maybe with Luke Stocker moving on, they would try to get a – a grinder there you know again there's a lot of a lot of these things will be you know they'll try to address with under with address with undrafted free agents the edge thing is interesting to me guys because i think it it reads to me like they had like i think a lot of teams had whatever number it is five six guys obviously high a lot of guys went high right and look some people i mean we were talking in the titans media room friday about who they're going to take someone thought they would take DeAndre Walker in the second round. And certainly he was projected by a lot of people. I mean, to get him where they did, I agree with you that A.J. Brown is value pick, but that might be the biggest one of all. Agreed. Um, and he's been hurt. There's a, you know, It's another guy who he had a knee, he had a hernia, he couldn't do the combine. But again, like if you watch SEC football, you watch A.J. Brown, you're like, man, that guy can play. That's like, that's a pro. Mm-hmm. And I watched DeAndre Walker at times and thought the same thing. So now yeah. if this could be another fifth round John it's, Robinson pick that really works immediately for sure it's, it's, I think that's it could be part of the reason why he fell like he did you know John Robinson kind of went into why he thought he might have fallen he said there's several reasons I'm not exactly sure why but again this is a guy that we all thought could go third or fourth round uh, to the Titans and to get him in the fifth I, I just think yeah. it's a huge steal and and one of the things I thought when you know you're you're in the draft room but really when you're covering the draft where I was which is the the media tent you're really watching tv um, you can see it pick. They bring guys in to talk in the first round, stuff like that. So I'm not, you know, I'm not experiencing it like most people listening probably. But when, you know, the thing you notice when you see the SEC receiver in the highlights is he's actually being covered. When you see the Kyler Murray highlights, and look at that, another touchdown. It's like, well, is, 
There's not even a defender in the frame. <laughs> I can make that pass almost, you know. No, I can't quite throw it 50 yards. No, I can't throw it probably 20, but I'm certainly not 30. But anybody with that arm can make that pass. I mean, you couldn't miss half the guys. And that's that's a quarterback thing, but it's also a receiver thing because if, if you're a receiver and you're wide open, are you really that good or they just don't cover anybody? Mm-hmm. Everybody in that league can't be that good that they don't <laughs> that they get wide, that wide open. So when you look – at what the Titans got at wide receiver there. You got a guy who's gone up against some other some other NFL talent on a weekly basis, and mm-hmm. I think that does matter. Yeah. Well, and w- yeah, back to A.J. Brown. I mean, that, you know, to me, what is he, 6'2", 226? Yeah, yeah. Good size, yeah. And a slot, like a, I, I heard the Jarvis Landry, Landry yeah. thing thrown out Hyper. there, but just, you know, cha- the feet, quick feet and change of direction and precise route running. It's, I don't, you throw your 40 times and we ran a four or five, which is fine, but like so much more valuable than 40 times, which is again why DK Metcalf went lower than him because, you know, in the short shuttle on that stuff, he wasn't, he actually was bad, mm-hmm. you know. I, but AJ Brown to me, uh, strong hands. I just, and again, I thought highly of him. You're talking about 2,500 yards, 160 catches right. in the last two years. I mean, that, that's real stuff, as you said, Tommy, against real guys. And I, th- right. I think all of it is is geared toward giving Marcus Mariota guys that sort of tap into the you know the dink and dunk nature of what this offense could be when it's when it's working well. You know, you bring in Adam Humphreys. Now you're going to get Delaney Walker back. Uh, and I think Brown could be you know the starter he, right out the right out of the gate. Can he block downfield for Derrick Henry? That's the real question. He's got there. the size to do exactly. it. Exactly. You know, and then that. Seriously, if you're going for a good yeah. running game, you know, go look at the Pittsburgh Steelers when they were just running machine and Heinz Ward's out there knocking guys down. Um, if he and, and I do think he's that kind of physical guy. Mm-hmm. So that is, Corey Davis I'm, is that I'm not joking when I say that. He oh, no, passes. that's I think way that, underrated. Yeah. When depending on your offense, but mm-hmm. this offense. Yeah. Right. We've sure. got another SEC proven guy we need to circle back to. And, and there's more to talk about. Yeah. We will, I want to well, okay. I want to real quick talk about Nate Davis, because in the context of now, I mean, I think we know. I mean, again, first of all, in the third round, if you're a nine and seven team, you don't always necessarily count on getting a starter in the third round, but I think he's a plug-and-play starter. I mm-hmm. think he's going to start at right guard and Roger Saffold at left guard. And, See. you know, did the ta- you know, we don't know about uh, – is Ben Jones going to be good this year? We don't right. know. if How about Jack Conklin to come back healthy? But when you think about that and Walker back and Humphreys and Brown and all they've done, they've done quite a bit here for Marcus Mariota. Mm-hmm. I think he's got his best opportunity to – prove he should be paid of course during the last year that he's got to show it but i i think that they've done a lot for him here yeah when i saw the guy from charlotte that, that doesn't make <laughs> me think boy i bet he's been he's been tested um he's you know he's he's playing he's on a homecoming team let's face it he's a homecoming opponent mm-hmm. so i don't know plenty of pros come from places like i'm that. not saying that's that's, that's that's but this is what i did see uh-huh. and this is the nfl network talking and we say what you will they're they can be wrong too one of the things that, like, the most prominent thing on his grade was held his own at the senior bowl. Right, that's that's I the biggest want, thing. I don't want a guy who holds his own. I want a guy who who, who, can't, who the other guy can't hold his own against. Well, but he's he's going against first rounders, right? In some cases, yeah. But I mean, yeah, hold your own is yeah. not, not. It's the, it's not like a not ringing a, endorsement. Yeah. Well, I guess. that's what yeah. you know. Hey, we just drafted six guys who can hold their own. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, third round OGs, you know. I mean. Yeah, but I mean, but you know, it's my, also my Josh being, Klein is the. I still you know, think that's an improvement from. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my my question being, if he's good enough to come in and start, that might be a little bit of an indictment of what you got there, and not such uh, a for boy, sure. We, I th- I boy, think, we just got a first round talent in the third round. Yeah, no, I, mean, I think it's yeah, it's certainly that. Some of that. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, the the guy his competition is is what Aaron Stinney, Corey Levin, and uh, uh, Panfield. Panfield. I mean, all, I, of, all I, of them are better than Charlotte's conference, but right. I think Nate Davis is gonna <laughs> he's gonna come in there and do it. And well, he was, by the way, yeah. Again, it's it's you know you put a little bit of stock in it, but his answers on the teller, you know, I mean, they were they were yeah. He was well spoken. Seeing and, something, he's he's got a real fun personality. I mean, I think I think fans will really like him. Does yeah. that mean he's gonna you know? Doesn't mean a block well for right. you. No, yeah. but fans uh, like offensive linemen mentioning. who knock people to the ground. <laughs> yes, this, this is exactly. And right. They don't even know who the other ones are except when they don't knock people to the ground and they get the quarterback hit. And speaking of knocking people to the ground, let's let's end on Jeffrey Simmons. I mean, yes. I, I, I know I've written ad nauseum about it, Eric. Mm-hmm. You've written ad nauseum about it. Uh-huh. There's been a lot of talk about it, and, and he knew this was going to happen. It happened when he went to Mississippi State, and uh, we go through the round of, you know, all the questions. What do you guys think about, I guess, the risk level here with him and, and the incident that is part of the risk level? Well, I mean, I think we, we all agree, and, and everybody keeps saying it, and you always have to say it, is nobody condones what he did in high school. No, I think that was good. I haven't heard any anybody say, well, you can – I've heard people say, yeah, he was young. He, he's, a, he's, a, he's shown that he that's not who he is over the years since, that it was isolated, and I think that might be fair mm-hmm. unless something else happens or unless we find out something happened that we don't know about at this point. But I think you need to say, yeah, nobody condoning violence here against, against women or anybody else for that matter. But I don't think that – I'm not sitting here worrying thinking they got a bad actor. That could prove to be the case, and we all got the wool pulled over our eyes, and if that's the case, then they've made a terrible mistake. I do wonder about the knee, and, and here's – I'm even going to go bigger than this, and we can come kind of more laser in on so – this looked a little bit like a draft to me where it wasn't all about immediate. Obviously, the first pick isn't. He may not play this year. He certainly mm-hmm. have a big impact this year. Um, and this was a team that kind of needed some immediate impact on that defensive line. Yep. And that, you know, and I thought the same thing. And you say the guard's going to start. I say, let's see. I thought that looked more like a project guy to me. Like, yeah, maybe in a couple of years we get him. I don't know what kind of weight program they got at Charlotte, that kind of thing. I think I think that was the most curious thing about the pick because somebody was going to take him with with the one incident in his background in high school, but. A guy you can't play this year when you kind of like you know we this is the, the feeling around this team that I've heard from fans and from you kind of get the vibe from the organization is they're within striking distance of at least the playoffs yeah the good the good to great contending uh, narrative right yeah. so let's get a guy who's going to help us two years from now now if he's a ten year all pro great but that certainly doesn't help you this year yeah yeah I mean to me it just seems you know, in the context of what, you know, John Robinson has done here, it just seems very out of character, kind of looking at his history of, of the types of players he's gone after. Uh, it's, there's really been no one controversial and, and to do it, you know, when the draft is in Nashville to get a guy that's not probably going to play for a significant part of this season when it's obviously a really big part of the season. I wrote that story before the draft, just how big this draft class is. You know, it was it was a curious move, but I, again, he's he has top ten talent in this class, and uh, I, I think that was you know obviously the the deciding thing there. Yeah, exactly. I think I think it tells you how talented they think he is, right. and how good they think he can be. And you know, I, I I think even though I think there is urgency for John Robinson to you know take you know get this roster to the next level and all that and for them to win and get back to the postseason 
it is that is not the move of someone who's like you know looking over his shoulder either mm-hmm. you know and and I think I guess that's not terribly surprising if you see John Robinson around Amy Adams Strunk and all that I mean I think there's a lot of trust there I think they are still looking at this as long term as you can in the NFL you really can't much I mean you you, you know it's mm-hmm. it's a year to year job you but, can't you can when you got Tom Brady and he's 28. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, in yeah. some cases, yeah. yes, there are. Yeah, but you look, and now you can look maybe two years ahead if you're the Patriots, but you can't look that far ahead. Yeah, you got that young. Yeah, Kansas City right now is looking pretty. That's far true. Ahead. They're they're yeah, they they can think long game here. But uh, you know, I think I, I will say this though too. I, I mean, look, if the way ACLs are, you can't. I think with big guys, you you feel less good about it. Mm, but right. I mean, I could see if if this followed the normal timetable, I think that by November, December, this guy actually could matter in a push toward the postseason and not saying he's going to get, you know, maybe it's 30 snaps or whatever. But, you know, it's not like you're totally just a wash in year one. Mm-hmm. You are definitely I, – look, it's got to be as simple as – Of all the guys that they, got drafted in the first round, he's the one that likely to play the least snaps, I would say, wouldn't you? Yeah. And yeah. maybe a quarterback who doesn't start right away. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, yeah, absolutely. No, for sure. I, I mean, it's – I think it's – as John Robinson said, I don't think they even would have thought about this kid until he tore his knee, you know, because they just were – Because be right I think the risk – I think – like, It was like spending time, you know, studying Quentin Williams. Right. Know? Yeah, he's going to be there. Yeah, he's just yeah. not going to be there. I mean, look, I think, I think everybody had to look – and I think the Titans have talked a lot about their vetting of him – at the incident, but I think the knee is a bigger thing for teams with him, frankly. Right. I mean, what, oh, absolutely. No matter what you believe about that, I think that's a bigger thing. So mm-hmm. there goes, I think there they just feel like, look, you worse. can't pass up a guy like this. And if, if he turns out to be Jarrell Casey 2.0 next to Jarrell Casey for a few good years here, then, I mean, that right something. there, is mm-hmm. there, there's no better way to try to deal with some of the quarterbacks in your yeah. own division. So, All right, so that is our quick assessment. We will have much more coming up soon. Thanks for listening to Talking Titans, everybody. Talking Titans hosts each Thursday at Tennessean.com. You can also subscribe to Talking Titans for free on Apple Podcasts and Google Play. I'm Sean King. Talking Titans is a production of the Tennessean.